0: Day 7. Let's do something for your wealth. You know, the number one cause of marital arguments is money. And we never argue over having too much or spending too little. We argue about not having enough and spending too much. Now, I'm not advocating that having all the money you'd ever want will make you happy. Not at all. In fact, studies have shown that past about $75,000 a year, more money does not result in more happiness. But that does leave about 85% of us at risk. A lot of people do not make enough money, or have enough money, or spend too much money, resulting in stress, worry, arguments, and as you know, worse. As a side note, a study conducted by the AARP found that the number one impact on happiness for people age 40 to 59 was financial security. The respondents felt that more financial security equaled more happiness. What I am advocating is baseline information and a plan. You see, I believe that most people's money stress is not that they don't have enough. It's that they think they won't have enough. And they feel they are at risk because they don't know. They don't know exactly how much they earn. They don't know exactly how much they pay in taxes. They don't know exactly how much they owe. They don't know exactly how much they spend every month on interest. They don't know how far they're going into debt each month, and they certainly don't know exactly how much they spend and on what. Maybe you're not one of these people, but I'll bet you know them. And if you are one doing something, just some small project or habit or system to clarify your financial baseline. And establish some kind of plan will do wonders for your peace of mind and integrity knowledge is power and in this case power is bliss here's an example of something you can do that may just blow your mind this one easy system can shower you with peace and power over your money here it is figure out exactly what's going on go back over the last year and line item your income Start with the most recent month. That will be easy if you earn a salary and don't have any other sources of income. If you have multiple sources, detail them out by month for the last calendar year and up to the current month. It will inspire you to go backwards to look at the patterns of spending. And before you get overwhelmed about this, it's not hard. Consider it a life-changing product. It's even worth hiring a little clerical help, which you can find online or locally. Next detail out your spending by category and visa is not a category. Go through your statements and put each expense in a bucket. You can set up any buckets that are a fit. Here's some examples. Rent or mortgage, insurance, car payment, car insurance, car repairs, gas, utilities, phone, dining out, groceries, clothes, kids clothing, kids school activities, tuition, travel, Gifts and a biggie is interest. Notice interest. One of the most profound things you may find by looking closely at your debt, not your mortgage but your consumer debt, your credit cards and your car payment, is how much you spend every month on interest, which other than a home mortgage is a total waste of money. Seeing how much you spend on interest can be a huge motivator to make different choices. The idea here is to see clearly your income, your expenses, but most importantly, what you're spending your money on. I don't believe in budgets. I believe in knowledge. I believe that if you see where you're headed, you'll course correct. You'll make different decisions to find your own financial security and happiness. That might mean changing spending habits or finding another source of income. But taking action, taking charge, will empower you and ignite that spark of bliss. Let me tell you a story about this system. I'm the primary support of my mother and my stepmother, and I'm happy to do it. I think every kid ought to dedicate a percentage of their income to support their parents in retirement. It ought to be a contract, at least culturally, if not legally. Think about how much financial and time investment, not to mention emotional and mental, parents invest in kids. Think about how many parents gave up a comfortable retirement nest egg of hundreds of thousands so their kids could go to college. But to the story, as to their financial support, I on occasion sit down with them to go over their expense and debt, and I've been doing this for about 10 years. The first time I did it, they were both in over $30,000 of credit card debt. They had some of the most expensive credit card interest rates legally available. They were spending close to $1,000 a month just on interest. And where were they getting the money? from new credit cards that came in the mail. Now we've probably all heard these stories, but I experienced it and it was profoundly enlightening. I launched this forensic financial system idea as a result. Once they saw clearly how much they were spending on interest, they were horrified and course corrected. We paid off the debt and saved them $1,000 a month. Sometimes it makes sense to use cash to pay off debt. If you're earning less interest on your cash than you're paying on your debt, by all means liquidate the cash and pay off the debt. Obviously this only works if you don't run the debt back up. But even borrowing from a lower interest source like home equity line or a paid off automobile makes more sense than paying 20% interest since creating this system i've coached dozens of people through the process in every case we found shocking amounts of wasteful spending whether it was interest clothes shoes toys travel dining out cable tv pay-per-view movies or lending money to relatives which by the way is the same as spending it if you get my drift as we wind down day seven i want to leave you with one of the funniest money quotes i've ever heard It goes along with Einstein's theory of relativity. Have you heard Einstein's theory of relativity as it relates to money? The more money you have, the more relatives you have. Now that's funny. We'll see you tomorrow.